We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The Y'all Gaming, the only show on the internet that asks, are Y'all Gaming? Sorry we were gone for a little bit. Had a bit of a uh, bit of a break for the holidays and such. Uh, I think I might have had COVID, but I don't know. How was your break? Uh, well, I definitely didn't have that, but okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, I feel like what did, what did I do? Oh, did break? I, went, I spent a lot of time. By the way, because I didn't see it. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing it right now. I'm doing okay. It right now. Or am I? Because I don't see the tab anymore. Um, I feel as though my break was pretty good. I spent most of my time with Tori, so, you know, just a lot of time at her parents' place. It was great. Tweet is up. All right. Uh, And then we went back to North Carolina, and we did New Year's there, and then I came home. Uh, But, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that was a... that was a uh, that was nice. I, I I beat a lot of games too, which is a good time to talk about this because we're on y'all gaming. So, True. Uh, three games I beat this this uh, this break. I beat Going Under. Finally, that was good, real fun. I remember uh, you were I, playing that at uh, the last event. We were both. Uh, I can't even. Remember. Yeah, yeah. God, my brain is just Smash World Tour. That's what it was. You were playing Going yeah. Under. I was like, oh, this looks pretty good. Yeah, yeah. So it was good. Uh, there's a mode in it right now where you like go through because it's like a rogue light, but okay. there is a rogue light mode after you beat the game. It's like imposter mode, and you start with no, you know, no tools, no nothing. You're three hearts, and you have to go through it like that. And like every level, every floor, you get a new power up or whatever. That's sure. about it. I haven't beat that one yet because it's super hard. Plus, I uh, had some other stuff to beat, so I'll probably go back and do that. Okay. Uh, I beat Undermine. That was pretty fun. It was uh, it was like a somewhat Zelda inspired. Um, roguelike, except you're a miner, but you have your swords now, like a, a pickaxe, your boomerangs, you throw in the pickaxe, and you have bombs. And that was fun. Uh, pretty cool. And then I beat Chasm, and that game sucked. So, yeah, yeah, just, you know, I recommend two of the three games that I played, Undermine and Going Under a Great Chasm is not good. I saw you be very mean to Chasm, which which uh, was disappointing, because I, I remember seeing that a while ago, and I was like, oh, that looks really good, but... It also looks like every other game like that. I, I just, I don't know. It didn't look crazy. So, uh. Look, the thing was that, <clears throat> like, <laughs> the thing was that, like, it, it started off and it was like, all right, this is, you know, basic game, whatever. Like, obviously, I'm going to get power-ups through the game, right? It's an eight-hour game if you, like, you know, you can definitely do it in one day. Sure. But at the four-hour mark, it becomes very hard to tell what you're supposed to do next. Because there's like, 
jumps. There's like a jump in the game where it's like you feel like you can make it, but you clearly need something else to make it. But what is it? So at the beginning of the game, all you have is like slash Mm -hmm. and jump. And like, that's it. Then the first power up you get is the able to hold ledges. Wow. So that way you can like now. Yeah. So like before then you couldn't hold ledges, but you get a claw that allows you to hold ledges. Weird. Um, There is uh, you get double jump super late into the game. You get a slide. uh, I think it's the second power up. Um, your back dash actually does not have invincibility at all, so there's no point in ever using that. Okay. Um, and then double jump was, I think, the literal last power that I got. There is, like, one other power that <laughs> I did. You double jump last? <laughs> was, like, literally the last power. So I had everything else, had all these other movement options, but not double jump. You got a parachute before you got double jump, and the that parachute is, is like, so funny. you can glide. And it was, like, called, like, they didn't even call it double jump, double jump. They call it like flip something. And I was like, this, you're not going to, con- no, it's a double jump. Like, <laughs> that's really, <laughs> and why funny. am I getting this at hour seven of the eight hour games? So. That's usually the first thing you get. That's really, yeah. Funny. Okay. Yeah. 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 So that game, and, and on top of that, like when you were a lot, like the stuff that you had to look for, it was just like, there will be like a room in like the first area that like you obviously couldn't access because you didn't have whatever you needed to access it. Right. Sure. And then you would get the name thing that you needed to access in like the fourth area, but why would you remember that room in the four- first area when every area has like ninety rooms? So like that's just Metroidvania stuff. I hate that stuff. Yeah, I hate that. Maybe that's just not for me. Maybe that's why I didn't like it. But I mean, Metroidvania aside, I think the gameplay was pretty boring. Okay. Uh, like in comparison to other ones that I've like at least attempted, like Samus. You know, she's double jumping right at the beginning. Like, <laughs> I mean, like sure, yeah. that, that's just that shouldn't even be a, a power up. That should be something in games you should have. So. I don't know. Well, uh, unfortunately, did not like that one, but we're going to be talking about starting off games for the beginning of 2022 that we think we might like. Uh, I got to be honest. I have the whole thing up, and I'm looking at it now. January is dire. Uh, We'll be talking about Pokemon in in a little bit, but other than that, bro, uh, there's nothing. Um, God of War is coming out on PC, which is, like, cool. Uh, Uncharted gets a collection. Cool. Okay. Uh, that's all of January. So, I know it's a dead zone for a lot of uh, a lot of game makers. They just put this stuff out. At you know, at this point, I don't I don't think it's a big deal. Everybody's just it's always going to look like this. February actually looks much better. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Horizon Forbidden West is something that we're going to be talking about uh, in this show. Again, because I think that one's something that we're both excited for. Elden Ring comes out at the end of the month. Apparently, Evil Dead, the game, comes out, which I I wasn't excited for until I saw it a little bit more, and it looks like one of those, like, uh, 4v4, almost like a Left for Dead, Back for Blood style thing, which I'd be down for. Uh, but the first two months don't look crazy, honestly, of 2022. Oh, wait, speaking of Back for Blood, I've, I'm seeing a lot of people saying that game did not live up. So. Uh, it was fine. Mm-hmm. It just, it's, you know what's crazy is apparently more people were playing Left 4 Dead 2 uh, about, like, two weeks after it came out. It was sad. Um, I I couldn't believe that. It actually might be the case now. Left 4 Dead is just immortal, bro. Um, now, Back for the Blood was good. It, it just got a new patch, which apparently is good. Uh, I don't know anything about it, but some mm-hmm. people said that it fixed the game in a lot of ways, but... Uh, I like Back for Blood, but I know a lot of people who didn't, so there you go. 
I mean, I don't think I, I think it's less about people not liking it. I think it's more about people not. Uh, I mean, it's just not living up to what we were expecting on the hype. You know, Left for Dead, sure, like that was the supreme zombie game, right? And then sure. Back for Blood's like, oh, it's supposed to be like a basically a spiritual successor, but something about these spiritual successors just in in recent times they just never live up to sure the thing that is successing. So there was a thing I played back in the day, uh, Synaptic Drive. And it was supposed to be a spiritual successor to Custom Robo, okay. and that game was trash. So, <laughs> like, sure. I don't know if it ever got better, but I was so hyped, and then within like the three hours that I played it, like from like release, I was just so upset because like the I love Custom Robo, like that yeah. needs that need there we need another Custom Robo type game. Uh, there's a bunch of games that have tried to be spiritual successors to Power Stone has not captured the same magic. It's hard. I think it's hard to reverse engineer games that weren't expecting to be like what they were i think that's, i think that's why all these games that try to like capture the essence of melee never work because melee was never made to be what it was and now it is what it is so it's really rare to find like a spiritual sequel or an actual sequel in some ways that actually lives up to the original it has happened very rarely which is weird when like i think that's what's so cool about game when games like hollow knight come out where it's very clearly inspired by Metroid and, and Castlevania games, but, like, it elevates it and does them way better, and that's why everybody loves those games. But, like, there are other... There's just so many f- games and, and series that people try to distill into something modern, and it just never really works, and I don't know what it is. Maybe it's a product of the time. Maybe the, like, the the novelty is gone. I would think that's it for a lot of it. Um, I mean, with Left 4 Dead, it was, like, you could actually do 4v4. You get to play as a zombie. A lot of that's gone, bro. You could play as anybody anytime. Now, D- Dead by mm-hmm. Daylight is right there, and most people love that game. So, I just look. I'm still. I'm still in the camp of I don't get it. Uh, I, hey, brother. I'm right. <laughs> I've been trying, you. bro. I, hate I promise game. you, I've been trying. Have you, you played know, it more? Because I know Fats loves it. Nah, man. Like I think I tried it like probably last year again, and I just nothing, man. I just don't get it. It's tag, bro. Not trying to play tag. Stupid. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, so there are a few things coming out in 2022 that we're excited for. I, like I said, I am most excited for Elden Ring. Uh, we'll talk about Horizon in just a bit. But the big game that's coming out this month in January is Pokemon Legends. I know nothing about this, so I was hoping you could fill me in on this. Uh, I oh, haven't yeah. played Pokemon since Red and Blue. So yeah, Pokemon Pokemon Legend Arceus or Arceus, whatever one I don't know. Uh, I've been saying Arceus forever, but when I watched this video recently, the guy said Arceus, and I was this like, "This is Nintendo's uh, fault, bro." I'm telling you, yeah. Nintendo Nintendo screwed up on this one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, there has to be a movie with him in it, right? Like, I, I he's basically like God. Wait, like, it's that's... a Pokemon Arce- Oh, it is a Pokemon. Oh, wow. What? Is it about him? Are you serious? Yes, I'm not kidding. Okay, well, yes, I thought Arceus I thought this it. was the I thought this was the remake, the white and blue, white and black one, right? N- no, did what it, did that come out recently? Black and white, I think. Yeah, w- no, it was Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, wasn't it? Oh, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. one just came out. The region yeah. at the time is called Arche. I don't. I hate Pokemon, bro. I don't get it. Whatever. Okay, it's the it's the Hisuiwi region. Uh but yes, no. Br- Br- yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> um but uh no, Arceus 
is like their take on like a more open world thing. Now, after watching that video, I realized it's more so like open world biomes instead of like the whole world being connected. Okay. Which is also fine because I feel like they kind of jumped into that as well with uh, the last gen. It wasn't open world, but like there was obviously way more space in the, the routes. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah. it wasn't just like, okay, we're going up and down this route. It's like, all right, now I can kind of, I can go into the water. I can ride my bike. Uh, you know, in 3D directions instead of just, uh, you know, my four my four directions or whatever. Sure. And even though they kind of went away from that, it's now like a full 3D game. You can see Pokemon out in the wild instead of like having to go into the grass and just chance encounter. Like if you want a certain Pokemon, you see them, you go get it. Right. Uh, Ar- Arceus is doing the same thing. And uh, th- but this time the battles are even out in the open world. So it's not like I run into Pokemon, screen comes up, we're for now battling. Right. I'm just... I see Pokemon, I get close to them, now we're battling. That's cool. Um, I don't really know what what to expect from this game because it's Pokemon's first attempt at doing something like this. Mm -hmm. But uh, the one thing I will tell you I don't like that I've already figured out was the starters. So uh, they give you three starters, but they're from three different gens. Okay. That's all. The first one is... The first one is Rollit, which is that, uh, you know, Decidueye, that bird. The owl. Uh... Yes. The second one is Cyndaquil. And the third one is Oshawott, uh, the otter from, I don't remember what gen, but his he, he turns into like, uh, it's like Samurott, and he just does not look anything like you would expect him to. Like, just just, just look it up real quick. Just look it up as a vault form. Hold on, I'll send it to you. Which one is it? Oshawott? Uh, Oshawott, yeah. Oh, I know, because I, cause I called it water. I thought that was the yeah. same water, like yeah, yeah. You know, I thought that was cute, but yeah, water I, was that guy. I, I, yeah, I don't know why it turns into that. I don't get yeah. it, bro. That keeps happening. I like the pig starter from his game, Tepig or whatever. And then mm-hmm. I saw the final evolution. I was like, that sucks. I hate it. Yeah, they the a lot of these. I feel like a lot of the starters. There definitely is a uh, like a point where I'm like, okay, well, now you're not. Cool. Like Chessman turns anymore. into like a mech. Yeah. Basically, I, I what, what was that? I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> I think the only part, like when I look at starters now, uh, I feel like most of them kind of stayed in an area where it seemed like they were, you know, evolving into what they were supposed to evolve into. Sure. But then there was like three or four that just like, what is that? Why did why did this happen? Like yeah, Duat right. from Oshawott was going the the correct direction. He was, you know, he grew up. He got two more little shells. He looked more like you know, like ninja-like, and then Samurai is just a lot going on. So right. I don't, uh, I'm not going to play that. So because of that, uh, I feel like I'm going to end up playing Cyndaquil because I almost never start grass, but I, Cyndaquil is my literal least favorite fire starter. <laughs> like, sure. like, I just, I just got asked out on this one. They gave me three bad starters, uh, and now I'm just kind of stuck. What? So, so what makes this different than other pokemon games like it's just like is it just the battle system or because i i can't differentiate these i guess it's a spinoff right i just i don't know what to think um, about it I, it's the, i mean i don't really i don't i feel like it's just a new direction i don't know if they're gonna keep it like uh but it's mostly it's just like the thing with zelda you know zelda had okay. his time of being all in one direction of this and then they like decided to do something different with it now i don't think there's like i don't know about if there's like gems and stuff in this game i haven't like didn't ex- excessive research but it seems like you're like a pokemon like ranger almost explorer type deal 
And that, you know, that's a different uh, take on it because most, I think the furthest they ever went from like getting away from gyms and keeping like somewhat close to mainline Pokemon games was uh, Sun and Moon. And even then, those were still basically gyms. Sure. Yeah. I just wonder if the, you can actually do an open world Pokemon game because I feel like they have to be somewhat linear. Because if, mm-hmm. if it's not linear, it's. It, it is always going to be governed by the levels of the Pokemon of the trainer that you're going to, right? Like, whatever gym you're going to, whatever levels are highest. So it's going to be linear in that way no matter what. Uh, maybe they scale? But if they scale, then it's just like, oh, I picked the fire starter. I'm going to the grass type. You know what I mean? It's too... It's yeah. too I, I, I worry that it's too uh, too simple in that way, but obviously I'm just talking out of my ass. I don't know anything about Pokemon. No, I get so. you. I think I mean there's definitely uh, games that do that, like where like a regular RP or MMO where you can literally go to an area that's way higher level than you. Mm-hmm. I think that if there was a way to gate that, it would be still HMs. Like that's how uh, that's how Pokemon gates things. They put HMs out, uh, and I'm, I don't even think HMs are like. Mm-hmm. Wait, no, no, no. I think I forgot how that works now, but. I know that TMs are like reusable in like later games and stuff. Yeah, but I wasn't sure about it. Was like, it was like cut and fly and stuff like that. Yeah, right? yeah. And you got around. To yeah, it. well, I mean, they still exist, but like, I think the biggest one that is always going to keep people like in line is surf. Like, sure. Uh, you know, like if we're on this area and oh, the next area is oh, this island over here. You have no other way to get to the island except for surf. So yeah, uh, you know, like you definitely can gatekeep with HMs. But I don't know if that's actually going to happen, and if we are going to get that like uh, that MMO esque thing, where like, oh, I just started the town. If you go left, you can fight a level eighty Machamp or something. Sure. Like, yeah, yeah. So I don't know about that. Let me know how it is. Like I said, I'm not going to be playing it myself. Uh, I'm not a Pokemon guy, but uh, I, yeah. I mean, is it something that you're amped for? I I, I don't even I, know. I, I feel like I'm like... less amped, and I'm just more so like. I've kept up with this long enough. Sure. I was going to say, I yeah, don't yeah. know what the general vibe is uh, going into this game from fans or anything. So The general vibe from Pokemon fans is they're never, don't listen to Pokemon fans. That's what it is. Like, Sure. Okay. Pokemon fans are the most, like, self-hating people of all time. That's they're true. Just, they're going to hate it anything, no matter what. Anything that comes out, they're tweeting how shitty this is while buying four copies. So, like, I just. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, uh, I'm actually I'm extra. I, I don't listen to anybody on that. I remember. Yeah. Uh, God, what was I playing? There was some time. Uh, oh, oh, it was actually the last uh, the last gen release. Like I, I bought it because like, why not? Sure. This guy comes in. He's like, I can't believe you would play this game. Well, OK, I have $60 of my own money that I decided <laughs> to send. So <laughs> like. That's Pokemon game. Can't believe you're supporting this company. Like you it's bought every so other game weird. but this. Who who's really supporting the company? Oh so. yeah, that's a little. I don't know. That community. Yeah. Is, that community is straight. It's fake animals, bro. Can you like relax? Like it's just. It's yeah. not. You know. Come on. Yeah. All right. You're sitting there talking about me buying a six dollar game while you have probably several plushies behind you, eighteen different Pokemon shirts, Pokemon brand shoes. Like, all right, buddy. <laughs> I was gonna. Well, they they care, like if you care that much, then it, it's it's obvious that you are that level of invested. It's a little weird, but whatever. 
Yeah. All right, before we get into the final topic, guys, this episode of Y'all Game is brought to you by Axie Infinity. It is a play-to-earn game, which is a game that allows you to earn crypto in-game, and Axie Infinity is the most popular play-to-earn crypto game in the world. Go to go.okx.com slash Axie or the link in chat, which is right there, to find out how you can start earning crypto today. That's you. You could do that. All right, final thing that we're talking about today is uh, is Horizon... Zero Dawn? What is it? Horizon Forbidden West? I Horizon what it's even Forbidden called. West. Is that the new name? Okay, there we go. Horizon 2. That's what it is. Good. Uh, it's it nice, bro. It's nice. <laughs> I have not it's kept up I'm with saying. it. I'm trying to stay... like that, that was one of my favorite games that came out this year. Or that year that it came out. I've been trying to stay totally blind on it, so I don't know what it is. Yeah, no. It's, first of all... Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn is easily like when I die, I will probably put a quote of. I'm just not that serious. I was but gonna say, Damn, I definitely okay. will be getting. I will be getting some type of ha- tattoo uh, from it. Horizon Zero Dawn is easily one of my like top, like two games okay. of all time. So, like, I didn't think it was gonna be that crazy, but the thing about Horizon Zero Dawn that actually made me realize it was like my fa- like one of my favorites is Horizon Zero Dawn came out three days before uh, Breath of the Wild, right? So I, I played know. like 36 hours of that game uh, before I got a chance to play Breath of the Wild. Going from Horizon Zero Dawn to Breath of the Wild was such an empty experience. Like that, like, I mean, Breath of the Wild was still fun, obviously, but just, I that was, I don't think I could have done that the other way. Like if I, if I feel like if I started Breath of the Wild and then went to Horizon Zero Dawn, I don't think I would have went back to Breath of the Wild. Right, yeah. So... Uh, yeah, that. I don't. I don't. I feel like we talked about this a bunch. I don't know if people know how, because I feel the same way. Uh, Zelda just felt empty to me. Yep. And I, yep, I think, yep, yep. I think Horizon Zero Dawn like did a a lot of it is busy work. It's just like collecting leaves, right? It's like plants and hides and stuff, and like. But I like that. Personally, I'm a fan of that. As long as it's done well, and the combat in that game is so good, um, yeah. But they are very and, similar in a lot of ways. And, and you fight. I mean, you fight different things too. Like sometimes you're fighting humans, right, right. cultists, and then other times you're fighting big mechanical bears and stuff. And it's just, it's dope. Or yeah. sometimes small mechanical stuff. And like, there's such a level of variety, right? It's like you've got like mammoths, and then there's just like jaguars and stuff like that. It's the level of of difference is really astounding. Meanwhile, in Breath of the Wild, like, yeah, there's different stuff, but I never felt like it was quite as vast. You know what I mean? At least not to me. I feel as though um, the way – I feel like every time – we see, I see a comment here that says Breath of the Wild is a good game, just not a good Zelda game. I think it's reverse. I think if Zelda wasn't attached to that, y'all wouldn't say that. Like, that's sure. the – that's the thing, because I mean, like Breath of the Wild has its shortcomings. Like when I played through it, it felt great. It felt nostalgic because I know Zelda in the universe, so it was great to see, um, like all of these fleshed out areas. It was great to see what Hyrule looks like in a larger, uh, you know, larger That's scale. It was great to world, see what the Gerudo sure. Valley looks like in a larger scale, and uh, and stuff like that. Sure. That's wonderful. However, when you go back and try to play it again, you will realize how empty that game is. Like they're just. There's a lot of travel time between destinations and things that you are actually doing. Um, so I feel like they kind of uh, they kind of help with that, right? With 
the uh, like the shrines, right? Shrines are like all over, so that sure. can cut down on travel time to things because you um, because you then like all right, right? You know what I'm saying? Like you then have something to do. But sure. once that's done, once you finish all the shrines and you're just going from destination to destination or whatever, or you're just traveling the world, it's just a pretty world, man. Like there isn't like a lot of like, yeah. oh, I want to do some stuff in the overworld. The overworld is just like a glorified overworld. <laughs> like I mean, like or, I mean, the the open a- aspect is just a glorified overworld. And I still have that game like pretty high up on my like list of games that like I like. Um, not like a top ten or anything, but like for the, for the play experience that I had when I did it the first time, sure. wonderful. Would I do it again? Definitely not. No, I I I've been sort of thinking about it, like trying out. Breath of the Wild again to see if I was too harsh on it, but I just can't get get bring myself to play it, man. I just I remember that experience of finding a camp, right? And I was so excited. I was like, "Oh, cool! There's just a random mob camp here. Let me clear it out, get whatever treasures in there." And then the treasure was worse than what I already had in terms of like a weapon. So if I have a fire sword and I pick up, I don't know, some junk, a wooden sword. In most games, I don't care because it's like, oh, okay, well, at least I cleared this out and I got a crappier thing, which is lower level than the thing that I have, but that's okay. But in this game with durability, not only did I get something worse, but I actually wasted the weapon that I have. And I know that the whole point is like, okay, but you'll get more of those. Who cares? But it's still annoying. There's just no reason to do anything. There's no, like, level up systems, at least not in immediate combat. There's no reason to get XP. It's just, like, I was annoyed the entire time I was playing that game because the only real uh, valuable collectible things I could remember were from shrines, but it's very clear where the shrines are. Meanwhile, if I'm just walking around and you want me to do stuff, you're pointing out cool stuff around the horizon, and I go there and there's nothing there, or at least a weapon that's worse than what I already have, I'm like, what the, what the hell is this? What, you're, you're actively teaching me not to engage. So it yeah, just yeah. kind of pissed me off. I, I just, I, I know that the, th- that game feels like it's all about the destination, not the, uh, or not all about the journey, not the destination. But for me is like, I felt like I wasn't working toward anything. It's just, it was irritating. And, and Nier had said that's just an open world problem in general, but I don't feel that way, bro. Cause I loved Red Dead's open world because the stuff that was happening in the world felt compelling. Like the little stories that you come across in the areas there. The problem, though, is I think I just like cowboys more than fantasy stuff, which may just be at the core of it. I don't know. Yeah, but I mean that's probably exactly it Maybe because I, just don't I feel like, like Zelda. Yeah, liter- No, I think it's you literally just only like cowboys. I feel like if someone gave you the same Red Dead Redemption, <laughs> but then they slapped like one anime gasp in there, you're gonna hate that game. Like probably. Like- <laughs> Probably, you know what I mean? Probably. But, Anime, uh, but, but, like... but it's about the vibe, though. Like, Red Dead, it's about the cowboy vibe. You can't get rid of the cowboy vibe. Then it would be like an Assassin's Creed game, you know? What's wrong with that? Then it it's just be different. It's a different thing. You know, I feel like, like Red you, Dead is different. I, when you judge games, I think you judge more on the aesthetic than the actual gameplay. Uh, it depends. I think aesthetics are important. I think aesthetics, like, that is a way for you to differentiate in your game. So not everything else becomes, you know, uh, it, it's not like anything else. I think that's important. Polish, creative vision, direction, stuff like that. Oh, well, you know what? Man said I described Yakuza. Did you play that? Did you play any of those? No. You want to know why? Apparently, mm. uh, it has a lot of reading. A lot of reading. <laughs> 
I would love to. You know to. what? That actually takes me out of a game, too, though. Like... Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, don't get me wrong. I, I think Yakuza is a perfect parallel because I hear that everybody loves it. But I hear that the cutscenes and the, the reading is crazy long. And, like, I'm not into, like, Japanese Yakuza stories. If I was, I'd be into it. But I like cowboy stuff. And, cow like, Red Dead has long cutscenes, too. I totally get it. But I, I like watching that movie. You know what I mean? I think that that's so. probably the reason why most anime games don't end up getting beat by me. Because, like, the, 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 the literally at the beginning of all anime games, there's, like, at least three hours of cutscenes right. that just don't need to happen. Like, yep. you're like, hey, man, run over here and meet your new mentor. Hey, kid, let me teach you some things. And they teach you how, and then you hit one button. And he's like, wow, kid, what a what great way to do that. Let's go do a mission. And then the mission's like two seconds, and then there's like a whole expedition. Something explodes in the background. Someone's family member dies. All that happens, right? Right. So uh, the reason, like, so, like, there, I love anime games for the action. But I think in the future, I'm probably going to be skipping through a lot of those stories. Um, I'm going to end up replaying through Astral Chain finally. I didn't get a chance to finish it when I first played it. Okay. Uh, I'm skipping everything that I have not seen. And I'm already, I'm in Mission 8 right now, but I don't remember how to play because that game was complex. So I'm going to just start over, and I'm ah. skipping like every cutscene uh, until I get back to like mission eight. That's tough. So, okay. Yeah. That still sounds very so. difficult to do, though. Like trying to get back into a game that you previously played. I I hate doing that. So. Well, I mean, it's been so long, and the game still slaps. Like, I mean, the only reason I, I feel like this, there's games that you just can't get into like that when the the controls are that complex. Like, sure. I feel like most platinum games are hard to like put down for a couple months and come back because they, there's always some like button combination that you're just not going to remember. And, you know? And so like, that's why I'm like, all right, I have to beat it on one swoop. So I'm going to go do that after I'll beat no more heroes. And then, yeah, I got the rest of the month now that, uh, what is that? Now that glitches, uh, pushback, I got the rest of the month to finally beat that game. So. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, you got a little bit more time before these games in uh 2022 come out. I've, I'm probably going to go back to, Apparently, there's a way to play uh, Jet Set Radio Future now, uh, which I didn't know about. I've always wanted to play that game, so I'm thinking about that. Um, oh, speaking of, man, hold on. Let me check my Steam charts, because what happened to that uh, Bomb Rush Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk uh, coming game? Coming out this year. I don't think there's a date on it or anything, so. Need that. At some point. Definitely need that. All right. Uh, let All me, right, let me see what's on my. Hold on. Let me see what's on my wish list real quick, see what's coming out. So sure. I can... My game recommendations of the of the or if you haven't played Deathloop, it's now fifty percent off. That was quick. Yeah, uh, I I don't know how much of that is because it bombed, and how much of that is just Bethesda. Like Bethesda does true. that, you know what I mean? Bethesda is is so weird with their pricing consistently. Yeah. It's strange. Well, there's it's just a big sale going on together. Back for Blood is forty percent off right now. Uh, for Honor, which I didn't even know you had to still buy, is 60%. Well, I think it's actually free on Epic, so you probably don't have to buy that. Bro, wait, Winnie the Pooh is public domain? <gasps> what does that mean? What? Uh, public domain means that anybody can make art with it. So, uh -oh. so it just, it's, it is in the public consciousness. I think the problem is that it's not, it's not Disney. Disney has their own Winnie the Pooh with, like, the red shirt. But I mm -hmm. think naked furry Winnie the Pooh is public domain. Does that mean like Piglet and Alan? Oh, damn. That's crazy. This sounds terrible. I have a new stream mascot. <laughs> oh, no. There you go. I'm Winnie the Pooh now. <laughs> That's me. 
All right, looking at my wish list. Uh, oh, Tunic finally got a date of March 16th. I think this game might have actually ruined itself because it was shown in like 2014, mm-hmm. and now it's 2022. And I mean, as wonderful as I want to play another Zelda game, my hype has definitely died. Uh, that, Damn. that was a, I was a long time. It was a long time, bro. Like just a long time, you know. Sure. So, uh, other than that, yeah, pretty much everything else is coming out early 20. Ember Knights, X Zodiac, some like uh, Star Fox game. Uh, Bomb Rush Cyberpunk just says release date future. And uh, at some point, yeah, yeah. And I don't see Sifu on here. What happened to that? Because I, I know, yeah, the it's like a game. I think it was, I think that game was made by the same people who made uh, Absolver, but it's a single player game now. Okay, or if it's not by Absolver people, it's a game that plays very similar to Absolver with the fighting style, which is cool because I think Absolver had a good idea on a fighting style. Mm-hmm. Just didn't have enough content in it to survive the first push. So gotcha. Okay. All right, but anyway, that's gonna be it for the show. Thank y'all for watching. As per usual, uh, I'm gonna go back to streaming because I gotta finish uh, Halo. So yeah, there you go. Go watch him. Uh, I'll be streaming tonight. Uh, tonight, I t- I might play some weird stuff. I'm feeling like a grab bag kind of night. So okay. uh, I think I might start off with something. I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, did you ever play uh, Naraka Blade Point? I feel like you would like that game. I, I did a few bounties for it. It's not good. It's oh. uh, I I do be mashing though. It's 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 a very that fun sounds like sounds like that's your fault. <laughs> I, hey, you know I I I love games like that if I don't take them seriously and I don't care. Like that's what makes it fun for me because the second right. that I try to get into it, I'm like, this is stupid. Why would I play this instead of something else? It, All right, but I, what about what, one other game? One other game. Have you ever played Super Animal Royale? No, but I hear it's fun. You should. We should it. play that one day. That is joint it free? Is, it's free. I'll give it a shot. I'm down to play. I'm down to play Thursday. You, huh? You said you're playing weird games tonight, bro. This game is weird. Hop in, bro. Tap right, in. I might do that. I might do that. All right, let me. What time are you streaming? Uh, eight, eight. Our time. My okay. Time. Well, yeah, just. Just uh yeah, hit me up if you end up playing that because I definitely that game is fun as hell, bro. I've never even seen it. I'll check it out. Yeah. All right, thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you guys next time on Y'all Game, and uh, we're gonna kick you back to TK stream because he's streaming. So for right now, goodbye. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that seventy five percent of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.